Hey guys, uh, Sean here again. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Um, apparently my audio track for this episode was Haunted. Uh, maybe I'll drop that at the end so you guys can hear what I'm talking about, but if you hear my voice change a little bit, it's because I had to re-record some lines. Um, just want to let you know. Alright, enjoy the show. Scofflaws is a show about the history of crime, criminals, and the investigation thereof. There may be discussion of adult themes and generally icky stuff. Also, neither host is a legal professional, and this show does not contain any legal advice. Remember, crime doesn't pay. Unless you're really good at it. Hello, and welcome to The Scoff Laws, a history of law and disorder. My name is Sean, and joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Kate. Say hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Alright, so, now, uh, Kate, I'm trying to remember, because it, it has been, what, about two weeks since we last recorded? Mm-hmm. Did we promise that this one was going to be a two-parter? Sean, you're going to have to look back and figure that out because i don't remember <laughs> all right well if we did promise this would be a two-parter i'm sorry we decided to make it a one-parter um if we didn't make that promise then i'll cut this part out and you'll you'll never hear it <laughs> so yeah um last time we were we were discussing uh this episode's gonna be about regicide or regicide depending on how you want to say it Regia, Regia, tomato, tomato. Either way, someone's head's coming off. Exactly. Speaking of heads coming off, before we start getting into the historical information, today is Shakespeare's birthday. Did you know that, Sean? Um, I did because you posted about it on our, our Facebook. I did not know about that otherwise. So, uh, podcast listeners, today, on this day, it is also Speak Like Shakespeare Day. We will not be doing this podcast in Shakespearean dialect and everything. Especially since you're not going to hear it on the day that we record it. Exactly. <laughs> I also I also saw on Facebook about something about it being the rapture, but I mean, every day's the rapture. And uh, we're not dead yet, so. No. Nope. I uh, I called my mom. She's still here, so they haven't uh, they haven't beamed the Christians up yet. I might cut that joke out. We'll see. <laughs> that would explain why we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, even though we're still alive and the rapture has not come today, a lot of people died from regicide. Um, yep. Segways are weird. Segways are weird. They also require a lot of balance. So, uh, hey, Sean, what does regicide mean? Um... Uh, death of a regent, killing a regent, killing a king. So, yeah, so kill, the killing of a monarch or their direct descendants, um, as Merriam-Webster puts it. Now, I may just be a a simple, high school educated, uh, nothing, I don't know, but, <laughs> I mean, it's it seems so weird to gun for the throne like that, because wasn't, like, the narrative of, like, a lot of kings... Divine providence, like, weren't they chosen 
by God to sit on that throne and give out some orders sometimes. See, that's actually a really distinctly Eastern principle. Um, in medieval Europe, and where most of uh, regicide, more most regicides happened, um, they were they adopted the divine right, but no one really believed in it. The only person um, that like super gung ho believed in like I am on this throne through divine providence and like I am the direct communication with God um, that I know of was King James I of England. Elizabeth had a little bit of that, but she also recognized that, hey, I'm here because I was born into this. Um, and so many people tried to kill her before she was queen. That's a whole nother story. Um, but people, the, the divine, uh, the divine right. Providence. Yeah, divine providence, whatever you want to call it. Was pretty. It was pretty Eastern. It was very Egyptian, and also not Eastern, but very Western in the fact of like South America and tribal um, tribal kingships were a lot like that, except in England. It was weird. Well, it's it's all East if you go far enough. True. Very true. And East is relative, you know. Yep. It's all a big circle. So, basically, regicides are one of the most documented historical events. Uh, because when you kill a king, everybody knows about it. Or queen, or prince. Oh, who would have thought? Yeah. So, uh, the most famous case of regicide in the Western world belongs to that of... Oliver Cromwell, who started the English Civil War by killing, well, he didn't start it, but he, like, helped, um, killing uh, King Charles I. Now, King Charles was not a great guy. King, His father, King James, was also not a great guy. They were really controlling after the free reign of Elizabeth and all that. Uh, but Oliver Cromwell was, like, super puritanical, and um, he killed King Charles I, by claiming that King Charles started the Civil War in England um, because he wouldn't call um, Parliament, which was against the Magna Carta. But, yeah, it's England was in flames for, like, 20 years, and then the Restoration happened, and a lot of funny shit came out of the Restoration. That was your brief history. <laughs> that That's beautiful. Two two really strict rulers in a row, and then someone comes and upsets the apple cart. Not not because he's upset about it being strict. Oh no, that he's upset about it not being strict enough. I say your three cent titanium tax goes too far, and I say your three cent titanium tax doesn't go too far enough. <laughs> yeah, Oliver Cromwell was an interesting human being. But other specific regicides that came about, um, they, uh, one that I like to point to is Queen Elizabeth killing Mary, Queen of Scots, after having her imprisoned for 10 years. Um, Yeesh. Was this the kind of prison where it's, it's like the gentleman's prison where you had a gendarme and, and a manservant or a lady-in-waiting? Uh, three meals a day, amenities, all that. 
Or are we talking like Man in the Iron Mask prison here? Yeah, this ain't the Tower of London. This is pretty cushy imprisonment. She had access to all of her servants until closer to the end when a lot of them started being sent away. Um, but no, so a li- we'll do. We'll think about doing a podcast on this a little later. But um, Elizabeth um, had her tried before a court of peers, quote unquote. Um, the only peers to kings and queens are kings and queens. So these actually were people below Mary's station. Um, Mary was charged with incitement to civil war because she was trying to start a civil war to regain Catholicism on the throne of England. And Elizabeth also didn't like the fact that Mary had claim to the throne in general. As long as Mary was alive, she could claim the English throne. So So she got all the other kings and queens together to play freeze tag and told them all beforehand not to tag Mary in when she gets tagged out. (laughs) That's how it should have gone. But no, her trial was amongst the lords of England. So like Robert Dudley, Earl of Leicester, and um, uh, Robert Cecil, uh, Lord Burley. Um, Lord Burley, manliest of lords. (laughs) Um. So those of you who have ever been to the Bristol Renaissance Fair, you'll know the person who plays Lord Burley, Andy Howard. He's a very manly man. Like, his basement has a ton of tools, and he's super sweet. But he's also just, he's the most gentle-mannered human you'll ever meet. Opposite of the real Lord Burley. The real Lord Burley was a freaking firecracker. Um, but this was a Grew huge... a mustache as he walked. Exactly. But he was he was nice, but he was also just he worked under Henry and Elizabeth, so things were a little squidgy, and he was around for all the transitions, and that's yeah. The history of Elizabeth's reign and the lords around her is very complicated. But she did kill or she had Mary Queen of Scots killed. So that's the moral of that story. What other regicides do you know of, Sean? Um, oof. Jeez, um, I, the only one that I know of is I don't even think this counts as a regicide unless we're going to, like, Archdukes, but, like, the Archduke of Ferdinand. That one's a little squidgy. He technically was in line for the throne, but not enough to be considered a a regicide. Um, but that one came to my mind, too, and I had to think about it. Um, another, uh, really well-known regicide is Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette. That's considered regicide. Oh. Um, so regicide falls into four different categories. The biggest one is to, um, step in and gain political power. And then the next biggest one is rebellion. Now, I know it's my job to, to be the one who sounds dumb on this, but I think I might be pushing even that where I ask, Marie Antoinette was the, wasn't she the let them eat cake one? Wasn't she like let them eat cake because they didn't have bread? <laughs> yes. So that's often misconstrued as something really rude. Um, but I think she was coming off a little bit more philanthropic by saying like, well, I have a ton of cake. Give that to them. Let me buy cake for everyone. Pretty much. It's it's England's birthday today. (laughs) This is a huge uh, wheat 
uh, shortage in all of the French provinces. And she's like, here, I have all the wheat. Just have some cake instead of bread, which is more more sustenance for you guys. Um, but yes, she she and her husband, Louis XVI, were killed. Also, more recently, the most recent that I have on here, even though like a million happened before and after these um, topics we're talking about, um, Tsar Nicholas and his family during the Russian Revolution. Oh yeah, there uh, there was a, a Don Bluth movie about that, wasn't there? Yeah, and there was also a 20th Century Fox animated feature and a Broadway musical, which I am currently obsessed with. I, I think I think the the Fox one was the Don Bluth one. That's with uh, that's with the really like like scrawny, weird looking uh, Rasputin and the the weird albino bat, isn't it? Yeah, Barthok. I watched that once when I was like what twelve, thirteen. I, I I don't even remember when it when it came out. I know Meg Ryan plays Anastasia. And Did she? John, yep, and John Cusack plays Dimitri. Two people that I would not be able to pick out by voice if you paid me. <laughs> but I guarantee you've seen an '80s movie with them in it. Oh yeah, no, no, definitely. So yeah, that's considered redecide. Um, also, this is lesser known unless you actually have paid attention in your British history class. Sean has not. Nope. Um. <laughs> So, uh, Queen Mary I, who is the immediate uh, successor after King Edward died after a few years, which was the immediate successor of Henry VIII. So, in Henry VIII, King Edward, the whatever number, and then Mary, um, who was Edward's sister. Mary had Lady Jane Grey killed uh, because she was on the throne for nine days because Mary was nine days away. And Lady Jane... Grey had a different kind of claim to the throne. She certainly had a claim, but not the same that Mary did. Um, Mary not was not the prime claim. Exactly, Mary. There needed was... to be some claim jumping. <laughs> claim jumping is an actual thing that we can explore in a later episode because it's fascinating. Cowboy history is fascinating, but Queen Mary. Uh, was considered an illegitimate child of Henry, as was uh, Elizabeth. And uh, then they were legitimized upon Henry's death, putting them second and third, respectively, in the line of the throne. Lady Jane Grey and her husband were eventually killed for their claims on the throne after being imprisoned in the not-so-cushy Tower of London. Klingon promotions. Yep, yep. Um, so, hey, Sean, are you ready for some weird ways monarchs have been killed? Oh, yes, yes. Let me know what kind of weird ways we've decided to to let uh, them join the choir in Visibule. No, that's not dead. It's uh, resting. So, uh, one way was that um, a popular one that a lot of people know about is that King Richard III was bludgeoned on the back of the head with his sword. He was considered the last monarch killed in battle. However, he has 11 other wounds besides that bit in his neck that were caused before and after his death. <laughs> That's not the funny part. Oh, okay. All right. Let me let me brace myself. One of them was shoved up his right butt cheek. 
<laughs> up the butt cheek. Up the butt cheek and into the pelvis. Uh you were you were just about like four inches away. <laughs> oh, that actually happened to another monarch. He was uh, Oh god. He was uh sodomized with a hot poker. I think yeah, and his it was uh, recorded that his screams were heard throughout the uh throughout the land. Uh, his screams was... echo through time and space. Yeah, even the doctor heard them. So that one is actually considered folklore, even though it's written in British histories, because British histories at this time were a little squidgy. But um, that one's considered folklore, and I don't have an exact source on it, but I read it today, so I figured I could share it. I, I want to I know what book you're reading that talks about hot butt-on-poker action. Oh, it wasn't a book. It was an article. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the internet. That explains everything. <laughs> oh, the internet. Um, back the to cause Bob. of and solution to all of life's problems. <laughs> so back to butt-related deaths. Um, <laughs> all of these funny ones are from our butt-related deaths. In 1016, King Edwin, Ed, Edmund II... Edward Ironsides was his nickname, was killed while sitting on the toilet. Ah, the Elvis method. Yes. So the uh, the regicide in question, the person who commits regicide is also called a regicide. It is a noun and a verb. The, the regicide in question was sitting in the shit pit waiting for his majesty... To take his 2.30 a.m. shit. I love that you called it a shit pit. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. That's what I've always called it. Uh, so there's no indoor plumbing. Uh, sewage systems in England were a little bit rough at this time. They may have had like, it may have gone straight down into a sewage system, but this was an actual just pit. It wasn't the sewage system. So the guy was able to hide in there. Um, which was a surprisingly met- surprisingly common method for murder was to hide in bathrooms. So don't go to the bathroom at night if you have to go to an outhouse. Oh, God. And if uh, if people weren't afraid after the movie Psycho, now they are bathrooms. Ugh. Bathrooms are just freaky. Um, that's it for super duper funny. But uh, I have one that's kind of interesting. All right, so we're we're out of butt territory. We <laughs> we're never out of butt territory, Sean. <laughs> um, all right, so what what's the interesting one? What's what separates this from all the total butt deaths we've so far looked at? This one is interesting because Prince Edward the Fifth and his younger brother Richard were imprisoned in the Tower of London by their uncle Richard, who was King Regent at the time, because these kids were like too young to be. To be king, so they were the regents. They were the one. He was the one ruling. He locked them in the tower, and then they disappeared. No one knows what the fuck happened. All they know is that these kids went out, went in, and never came out. Nothing was ever recorded about their deaths. It's actually thought that perhaps they 
left the tower after an amount of time and lived the rest of their lives in anonymity because they were no more than 10 or 12 when they were imprisoned. Or Pennywise got them. Could have been Pennywise. I, Georgie, am Pennywise the Dancing Clown. You are Georgie. So now we know each other. Could have been Pennywise. He kind of just exists out of time. Uh, since we we've since I brought that up, uh, mm-hmm. which Pennywise do you like more, the the original or the new one? The original, for sure. The new one is scarier, like looking wise, but the original Pennywise. I remember watching that movie when I was like ten, and not being afraid of it. Original Pennywise is of course a sweet transvestite from Transylvania. Just a sweet transvestite. Yes. Um, so, Sean, do you know of any other regicides that I may have missed? I know I missed a million because they've been happening as long as time has existed, but anything um, you can do? I, I, of course, know of no real ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I am trying to scour my brain for uh, ones in, in fiction because that's about what I'm good for here. Um, I know of one that's played for drama and one that's played for comedy Let's hear off him. the top of my head. Okay, so the one that's played for drama is in the first Dragon Age game. And I'm not spoiling yes. anything because this happens in like the first ten minutes. So if you want to yell at me, mm-hmm. one, the game's ten years old, and two, just just don't at me. Uh, but basically the... The the right hand man to the king, uh, with withholds his forces from a big battle with whatever. I I, I played about like halfway into Dragon Age and I just didn't grab me. So mm. whatever like the the evil like demon spawn in that game is, I'm sure once we put this episode up, someone will correct me in like two seconds. Uh, yes. But he withholds his forces in a big fight with those creatures. And that ends up just having the king's forces entirely destroyed, just wiped off of the map. And um, the other one is from Futurama, where Bender becomes the pharaoh of an Egypt, uh, an Egyptian planet, and has them redo his statue like three times, and they just say the king died somehow, and mummify him and toss him in a hole. Excellent segue into the pop culture references. Um, if I do say so myself, the one that I, one of them that I saw this week, um, so my significant other is a huge gamer. Um, I am not, I dabble, but, um, he was playing, um, it has a number in it. It was the 12th of something. It was... It's not Final Fantasy, is it? It is Final Fantasy. Final okay. Fantasy Twelve, where they kill the king for some reason, and this isn't a spoiler because it happens in the first 20 minutes of very long story. The story for Final Fantasy is so long before you get to play. Um, it, uh, it, it wasn't always that way. No, that's what I've heard. Um, but they... I remember that happening. 
Um, and what other ones pop culture are there? Well, there's like a million recreations of regicide throughout movies. So there's movies on Marie Antoinette. There's um, books about Mary Queen of Scots. Um, we mentioned the movie about Anastasia. I'm sure there's probably at least one James Bond movie about killing the queen. Oh, dear Lord, no. That's... Hmm. The queen's... I mean... Oh, the, it's not regicide, but the, the queen's uh, final corgi just died. Like, her own. The rest of them are just kind of property of the crown. Oh. I know. That's that's a sad note to to bring us back to reality on. Well, sort of. Everyone, so there's a ton of pop culture references, but the ones that people know the most are Shakespeare. So, Regicide, I don't remember the exact statistic, but it actually covers a fair amount of Shakespeare plays, including Macbeth. At least two kings get killed in Macbeth. And Hamlet, uh, because King Hamlet gets killed. And they do a whole chronology of Richard the Third, the tragedy of Richard the Third, where King Henry gets killed, and then the famous line, A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse, ends the whole show, which actually is not supposed to be a cop-out. He's literally trying to get back on a horse to keep fighting. But if you know of any other Shakespearean regicides that we're missing... Let us know on our Facebook or in the comments or something. Kate will be somewhat embarrassed to have missed something. I will be completely ambivalent. I don't have my complete works in front of me right now. I'd have to get up and get it. My couch is very comfortable. It has a concordance in it. I'm uh, I'm trying to think if there is anything because I'm not I'm not a big Shakespeare guy, but I'm a big like Sherlock Holmes guy. I'm trying to think if there are any plots in anything other than like the movies which any recent action movie go big or go home with its plot uh, um i don't think there's any plots in like the original like arthur conan doyle books that would go that far it's often um regicide is a treasonable offense so even if it's written about it is that's like tiptoeing a line So murdering your king is treasonous. Who would have thunk it? Are you being sarcastic with me, Sean? No, never. But, no, I, I mean, even, like, writing of it is, like, like could be seen as treason. Yes, it's. we'll explore this further when we talk about witchcraft. That's not our next and, episode, though, is it? I, I mean, I don't think we planned that to be the next one, did we? We haven't planned the next episode, but friends, we will be discussing witchcraft in the near future, if not immediate. Um, but witchcraft is a possibility for the future. I think we uh, we both betrayed things that we want to talk about in future episodes on this one. Yes. Yes, we did. Yep, that is the, uh, the sordid history of uh, trying to make to the head of the class by killing the valedictorian. I'm so glad I never got killed. <laughs> so glad I was never the valedictorian. <laughs> um, hey Sean, where can our uh, scoff laws reach us on the social medias? That's an excellent question, Kate. If they want to reach us on Twitter, they can uh, 
reach us at ScoffLawsCast. Uh, if they want to reach us on Facebook, they can reach us at Scofflaws Podcast. And, uh, Kate, let's say that our fans, on top of wanting to uh, follow us on social media, wanted to uh, toss us some uh, some ducats to keep this whole thing running. Where can they do that? Well, Sean, we've got this lovely thing called a Patreon, which I have almost no idea how it works because I do social media. He does this with Patreon. But basically, you give us money and you get exclusive content. One of the exclusive contents you could get would be the show notes where you can see where I source all my material and the way I write my notes, which is actually kind of funny. Sean can attest to that. It has lots of swearing in it. Oh, yes. Yes, it does. It's, it's a very foul mouth, but clinical analysis of situations. <laughs> um, also, keep an ear and eye and everything out for upcoming live shows. Um, as well as um, special contests and things that we might run through our Patreons or social medias, because those sound like fun. Yeah, who knows? We're still we're still figuring this all out, and we will be for the next several years. Oh yes, yes. Um, but if you want to drop us a line directly, you can email us at scofflosspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, as of right now, if you want to send us anything, I don't have anything for you to send that to, but send us an email, and that'll let me know if I need to set up a, uh, a P.O. box. Yeah, because that would be helpful. And then Sean could video chat me and show me what it is, because currently we work remotely. If we get enough money, maybe we could actually work in the same space, because traveling to respective places is expensive. Oh yeah, no, travel is always the bane of any sort of recording. But if you liked what we did here, um, I would ask that on top of following us on all those social medias and sending us an email if you want, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, it really helps get the word out. and We don't really pay or can't afford to pay for much advertising on this show. Uh, so anything, anything that you can do to spread the word and maybe tell someone that you think might be interested in it, hey, listen to this thing. It's someone who's smart and a chucklehead. Uh, we 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 dearly appreciate it. <laughs> we would love it. Thank you so much, you guys that are listening to us, and we will see you next week. And hey, Sean, do you have a fun, interesting uh, fact that you didn't just Google at this moment to send us out on? Um, I do. I actually looked it up ahead of time this time. What? And this is a law from, I believe it was Mississippi. Um. Yeah, Mississippi. Of course. Uh, the short version of it, and I actually looked it up and read the entire, like, on the book law, but the short of it is, it is illegal to teach others what polygamy is. Polygamy. Yep, it's, you can't even talk about it. It's treasonous. Well, folks, <laughs> don't explain Mormonism to these people. Nope. Well, that does it for us today. Um, thank you all for joining us. Say bye, Kate. Bye, Kate.
right. So yeah, um, last time we were we were discussing. Uh... Or Pennywise got them. Could have been Pennywise. <laughs> 